morning and welcome to your daily game face. I'm Dr. Kim Landon and I'm already starting in on Lou today because he's in the mood and he tells me that I was attacking him last week. Mood. So we're still holding grudges from last week. I'm in an excellent mood. You gave me whiskey. We're supposed to be living our best life and you're holding a grudge that you felt sick last week and I was attacking you. You were kind of aggressive last week. <laughs> you were Scrooge. Uh, well, notably, even listeners were like, yeah, he was Scroogey. Admittedly. Okay. Well, then, oh, I'm not you know, denying that. I mean, attacking is a little bit aggressive in terms of the word description of how I was with you. You were upset with me because I didn't reveal to you that I was sick. Yes, I was upset with you because you did not reveal that, but I wasn't attacking you. I was just a little verklempt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll go with that. Listen to me. Yeah. I just gave you a Christmas gift. Yes, he did. Mm -hmm. Wonderful and Irish whiskey. The gratitude. The gratitude. Well, that's that's two different subjects. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So, well, Merry Early Christmas. I gave Lou his Christmas present because he likes his yummy evening adult beverages. So yes. I gave him his early so that he can enjoy it for the next <laughs> three weeks before Christmas. Yes. So, and it was. I thought it was a really unique one. What's it called again? Uh, Tyre Tyre Connell. It's named after a horse. Yes. And it's is from Ireland. My Irish side is Connolly too, so maybe the horse is related to me. Well, maybe that that intuition thing, that paranormal thing, spoke to me through ESP and channeled the horse and yes. said, "It's Lou." <laughs> it's entirely possible. <laughs> okay. Might have been me in another life. Yeah. Anyway, so in in the and by the way, you got you kind of paused when I asked you. You said you spent a lot of time selecting it. Yes. So I asked you why you selected it. Because you spent a lot of time, so I wanted to hear what you. What so okay so well I spend a lot of time because I like you. It's important yes. that you have something new. I know you know a lot of them. I wanted to have something unique. I wanted to show that it was like oh I put some thought and effort yep. into it. I matched it to how I thought your personality was. It has some honey and vanilla notes in it. I know you like to sit by the fire and drink it. Yep. You know, all those things came into play. And I did a little research on them to say, oh, what's one yeah. sweeter? Which one's a little more smoky? So I didn't know if you took that question correctly because I knew you did thorough. And I wanted to understand the qualities of it that you liked that that brought it to me. Oh, well, I, I enjoyed the stories of them. I had a couple. There was a toss up. Don't ask me to tell you what the other one's names are because they're yeah. all blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but they all had interesting stories and they all had. Um, like history, you know, big histories behind them of where they came from and what county in Ireland and yep. where they're bottled and how they're bottled and what kind of oak. But that one has an interesting barreling. Did you read about it? Yeah. Well, it's casts distilled in the old cast system. I don't know what that is. I'm going to have to the, find well, out what the that old is. barrels. So the old, yeah. the old previously used and enjoyed so they have lots of flavor and richness to them yes see like look at the depth of that no i know right? i wanted like, to right? i wanted to tap into that because i so, know yes i know you did so a thorough because, job because i know you enjoy it and it's not just you know it's like everything we embody and what i say in the show is that you know enjoy enjoy the thing that you're enjoying instead of just taking it for granted and yep. enjoy it right and look we've got comments today i can actually see comments oh my goodness i'm not blind barrels tell him <laughs> where um barrels old bourbon okay well john knows thank you john for sharing with lou yes yes john was very interested in what i picked as well so he wanted to know all about it so i told him nice oh and john thank you too and thank you oh, i appreciate it come from john Don't i didn't say it came him. from john john put some effort into it too no he didn't he okay. looked at the bottle when i brought it home 
Oh, okay. That's it. <laughs> well. <laughs> so don't give him credit. All right, that's fine. God. You know. I retract no my deed. credit. No good deed. Whatever. Enjoy it. See, I'm Merry I'm being Christmas. punished for Dunkin' Donuts right now. You're you're listen, transferring your anger. You're I'm not angry. <laughs> don't don't displace and project out emotions on me that are not there. What are you referring to, Lou, about Dunkin' Donuts? You thought you were going to be late. You actually made it on time, by the way. You know we started a minute too late because I had to adjust in case you were actually late. Thank you. Yeah. Well, and I had to, I texted you. Don't say what I texted you. But I texted you and <laughs> yeah. just said, late, Yeah. expletive, sort of. So I asked you about traffic and you said it wasn't traffic. It was Dunkin' Donuts. So. Yes, it was Dunkin' Donuts traffic. <laughs> so you're frustrated by Dunkin' Donuts and I feel like I'm... I'm I'm you're getting you're some of that. Taking the brunt of Dunkin' Donuts. Getting some. Well, of that, actually, yeah. in fact, it wasn't the Dunkin' Donuts itself. It was the people in line that are doing other activities in the line. Oh, in the in the store itself. No. Oh, in, in the, the drive drive-through. Oh, so they weren't keeping up. Well, we're throwing garbage away. We're texting. We're putting on makeup. We're do like you name it. I could see it in the line. Are they ordering for the whole office? That's my favorite. Pro well, that too, probably. Yeah. But even so, I know the I know the guys at my Dunkin' Donuts really well. And so, like when I pull up, they just see me and they go, "Go ahead, pull forward." And today, I said I can't pull forward because the people in front of me are not moving. And they said, "Oh, wait to hear the story we have for you." And we get they always tell me stories. So they had a very interesting story about. The morning has been like that in general, so I was not alone in feeling the yep. agitation at them. Yep. But I'm not agitated now, but I was like in a hurry to get here. So I give you a Christmas gift. Yes. <laughs> okay. Thank so, you. And lose over is cold. Uh, yes. I'm 98% over my cold. Yes, because I got near you today and asked you, are you sick? And you yeah. said no, and you don't sound sick today. No. So Lou, this weekend, moving on to the next subject, this weekend... Mm -hmm. I will be coming up to take pictures oh. of the snowy owls oh, there because are they so are many. in full bloom up near your house. I'm so excited. I can't wait. So many pictures of the snowy owl. You know, why do you have to have the face of disgust? <laughs> like, uh, this is an enjoyment thing. Why do you take away from the happiness of me? I'm not taking away any <laughs> happiness. You're just like, oh, there's so many pictures. I'm develop the Plum owl. Island drinking game. Whenever there's I a picture this, of the pink house or a snowy owl or a piping plover, everybody drinks. They're really beautiful and it's yeah. really rare, unless you go all the way up to like Antarctica. So you know, really, it's rare. Well, it's, well, how many people do you know see snowy owls? I don't know, but I would imagine they only come to Plum Island. I would imagine well, they they're... come to Duxbury. They come yeah. down. To, they only come to very specific places. It's like the piping plovers. Apparently, where the right global central for piping plovers yes. for some reason. So snowy owls only come to very specific places in this area and then they fly back in march and april this almost all of them this is it they come here duxbury down to the cape a little bit and do you think that one owl stayed areas, over this it. summer you what do you think that one owl stayed over this summer or did he finally i don't know leave? i'm sure they probably know i didn't follow to see but i imagine i'm hoping because i know they didn't take him in and like hold him or there was nothing wrong with him i know that they yeah. watched for him but i would imagine he flew the coop some owls i guess hang out from what i hear till june depending and that's just so maybe he was a june owl probably hang out until the green heads come out and then they're <laughs> out of here like everybody well, else that's not till august yeah i know so but anyway so they're back and they're beautiful and i'm very excited <laughs> and i'm gonna go searching i haven't seen one yet this year well that's probably because you're in your house <laughs> <laughs> not in my house i'm here right now um well then this weekend when i come up i'll make sure i call you and you come out searching with me on the dunes 
Sure. Right. So now moving along to the next topic. I'll bring you a flask. This morning. I'll so bring actually, you a flask of the whiskey. You what? I'll bring you a flask of the whiskey. A flask. Yeah. Oh, you have a little flask. I have, Why should I get you a I have flask? three of them. Oh, do you actually use those? Oh God, yeah. Really? Yeah. I always laugh about like how they still sell them in like sharper image and like things remembered and all that, and you can engrave them. I'm like, who uses? Well, those? you know, you don't like, want to bring a bottle of whiskey. Out, like, the Western Front doing a little. You don't want to bring a bottle of whiskey out on the beach. So. Well, you bring you know, a flask. There's nothing wrong with you know looking derelict and paper baggy, <laughs> <laughs> walking along Plum Island. Come on now. No, we all know each other out there. See, so, so you have to look really classy. Is it diamond encrusted? No, 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 no. Just, no, you know. just some standard metal flasks. Oh, so because that's so much better than just drinking out of the bottle. Well, it is. I okay. mean, at least you're deferring. You're kind of showing a little respect. Class, class. Yeah. No, not class. There's oh, nothing no class. classy about a no, flask. So no class. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now I'm going to switch topics to a, a more serious topic for just a second. So this well, was a fun topic initially. So this this weekend, as we always try to catch up on our weekends, I had a great weekend because I had the wonderful honor and privilege to, of course, join um, the Boston Bruins alumni um, in a wonderful hockey event that they did playing the Navy SEALs who came up from Virginia wow. Beach. So a whole bunch of the Navy SEALs were here and and uh, war, uh, the Warrior for Life Fund, which we've had Frank Simonetti here from the yep. Boston Bruins alumni, and um, a whole bunch of the guys, um, Dave Jensen and, you know, Nifty and, you know, tons of people were there. And then the whole team of Navy SEALs that came up um, that are both retired and active duty guys. And we had a great weekend. And unfortunately, at the same time, um, we had a very large tragedy over the weekend in the Navy SEAL team. Oh, no. um, there was an accident over the weekend, a training accident. And so all this wonderful stuff was unfortunately highlighted by a very bad accident where the SEAL passed away. Mm. So um, my heart and soul and condolences go out to the family. They're not releasing names and stuff like that right now. I mean, I'm aware of what's happened and what, who it is, but currently um, if anyone wants to help out, there hasn't been any release of how to help the family yet, but I can tell you that if you certainly want to make a donation to the Warrior for Life Fund, it helps um, Navy SEALs and their families and people with PTSD and all the afflictions from serving um, and help helps them play hockey and offers services to the families and and yeah. current members like they were up here this weekend. So certainly you could make a donation to them or you could reach out eventually to me and I can um, send you places to go to help out this family because eventually they're going to probably need a lot of um, love and support. So um, at this time though, but please keep all your special warfare people and everyone who serves for us in this country under your hearts and minds this week and always because you know, tragedies happen yeah. and it's very sad. So a very wonderful event this weekend uh, ended in a meh. get some help with the family because they're going to need it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so when I get more details that I'm allowed to share, I will certainly do that. But in the meantime, if you, you know, I can certainly pass along any kind of um, donation or support you'd like to offer to the family. Um, I can say that they're down South. So um, anything would have to either be sent directly to the uh, warrior for life fund.org or through me, or you can go to um, uh, the Navy SEAL foundation uh, and certainly help there. So I will, keep updating if we have any more information to give out to the public but in in any case please send your good loving vibes out into the mm. world so yeah 
Yeah. So it was a great, great event. And then on the heels of it. Mm. So, you know, fluke accidents and things happen kind yeah. of thing. So you certainly can read about it. It's in the Navy Times. So if you go online, you can read about the, the incident. But it's very brief and nondescript. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... <laughs> We go from all the fun stuff to, uh, yeah, you know, and I, and I sort of saved it sort of in between because it transitions us into what the topic was going to be for the week anyway. But, you know, here's a hard time of year anyway. And I was just saying to someone this morning, texting that, um, you know, it's, you know, it, no time is ever a good time to have someone pass away. But I think the holidays are just so right rough on people um for obvious reasons and you know here you are three weeks out or two and a half weeks out from christmas and something like this happens and it happens to people every day but it's just you know it's so much in the forefront when it's right there and so and at that point know, in that family's timeline it's not expected right yeah. and so you know and then it what it does is it marks and associates people to the holiday the holiday yeah. and and that's an unfortunate thing because then it's always associated so i mean there's certainly you know when i talk about grief eventually some down somewhere down the line here um i can talk about that but you know in grieving it's it's better to actually do other things around it than just grieve which a lot of people just kind of take it as a day to do things that make you even sad more sad right um but we'll talk about that at some point but nonetheless is is yeah it's not a good time no time is good but this time is rough yeah um so again hearts and souls and good vibes out into the into the universe for gold star families and people who've lost loved ones in special warfare and thank you for your service and uh and for people out there that are mourning the loss of this young man mm. in seal team so yeah. Stefan. Yeah. So pause. 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 And then now we're going to move on. So now I can go back to giving you a hard time. Okay. So in my race up here to give you a Christmas gift, I left my notes in the car that I was going to talk about today. So now I have to wing it off the top of my head, which is what I usually do anyway. But yeah. I had some really good notes that I want to talk about. So I think I've probably got them ingrained. But it's your fault if I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of my job. But yeah. Okay. <sighs> so. Um, this, we had a conglomeration of topics last week to set us up for the next few weeks. And over the past week, I've been thinking about last year when I did my resolution shows on, you know, how to not make resolutions and how not to get trapped in the trap of, you know, the, you know, the one month and then done kind of thing. Right. So what I've decided to do, and, and I will have more coming as the next three weeks come, right. Is that I'm going to help people set a 12 month goal goal. So we're going to do like one a month. So when we, we're going to do a check-in every month. So at least once to say, what's your goal for the month? And then you're going to work on it. Okay. So I'll flesh that out a little bit more as we go. But so what I've, what I want to front load this with is if people have never seen the show or heard the show before, or done any kind of psychological search in their life is that every year, the reason why we start off the new year with trying to start new things is because we feel that it's a fresh start, yeah. right? It's the fresh start effect, essentially. And if you, if you start fresh on the first, then everything goes by the wayside, you erase all the old stuff, it goes away, right? Turn the um, page. Yeah. yeah. So what? Turn the page. Yeah, turn the page, but yeah. sometimes turn a whole new book, turn, yeah. start a whole new something, right? So and it falls short for lots of reasons. And for many people, it is successful. But for most people, it tends to fall short. And then people get disappointed. And then you, if you make it to February, you're great. If you make it to March, even better. But usually after that, it starts really 
falling apart like completely. So there's different things to do around setting yourself up for um, being your better self. So it, and I always tell people, don't wait until the first when you could start today or right. tomorrow, like tomorrow, not being like, oh, I'll just do it tomorrow because it's, you know, but really saying, okay, I'm going to make a plan. And one of the things that people don't do is they don't make a plan. Plans are super important because if you have a goal that doesn't have a plan, it's pretty likely it's not going to be successful or as successful as you want it to be. And you'll be easily sidetracked. So if you have a goal, two things, if you have a goal, you need to make it really specific and you have to make it small enough to be attainable and you have to break it down into smaller things that can be attainable to reach the bigger one. And you actually have to write it down. So you're going to, some people like to tell other people, and there's lots of good research on if you tell someone else, you'll be more accountable. Yep. I'm of the mind that if you tell someone else, it has to be the person that you really trust that's not going to turn on you. Because many people <laughs> I've had in my practice will tell yeah. other people and the other people that they tell in their lives tend to sabotage them. And then the teller becomes sabotaged by proxy because of the person they chose to tell. Right. <laughs> so, yep. okay. So it's very, so there's lots of really specific things here. Um, so I think I've read. Right, you get the wrong person. You get doubt instead of encouragement. You get doubt instead doubt of support. or yes doubt and you get or you get um i'm trying to find the right word it's we'll see because i've come from the reference where i watch a lot of clients get i call it soul sucked yeah they get the soul sucked out of them because their dream is to do blah 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 and then the person that they've told or the people they've told encourage it but they're passive aggressively encouraging it or they're semi supporting it or they sabotage so yeah it's doubt but it's bigger than that yeah so yeah um so it becomes a you know, a, a multiple, like just take weight for instance, yeah. right? That's, that's always the big one, weight and finances and quitting smoking and better family time. Right. So the wrong person doesn't want you to be successful in that because it highlights their problem. Right. Yeah. Right. And that, and it's hard for people to hear and see that, well, if I tell someone, why would they want me to not be successful? Yeah. Don't leave the heavy herd. Stay with me. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, miserable company likes miserable company. And so it's not just that it, and it's hard. It's a hard concept for people to think that someone wouldn't want good for you. But people don't, I think, intentionally put it out there overtly as much as they just, yeah. you know, it's like they sabotage it because like, oh, you know, why wouldn't you want to have another piece of pie? Uh, you don't need to save that money. Buy that dress. Like it's it comes in all different. You forms. look fine. You don't have to lose weight. Right. Because they're modifying their own self-image to right. Exactly. Know, this is um, fine. I don't have to lose weight. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, so I would recommend. So right out of the gate, if you're going to tell someone, which is accountability, you're going to tell someone that either is in a therapy role, right? Like someone like me who will have no judgment on it in a client loan, right? Or you're going to tell someone that you know that is not in your family that will not judge you because judgment is huge or mm -hmm. that will not, um, uh, I guess sabotage or collude with the behavior that you're trying to extinguish. Right. And then I mentioned family because family members tend to be the colluders <laughs> and the enablers of the behavior that you are trying to get rid of because usually they're participating in, in it with you. Right. So, and if you take, and this is not for everyone, but this is very common. Weight issues tend to run in the family, right? And it's not genetics. It's just, you know, right. 
It's a model down trick without effect. <laughs> Financial things, same thing, yeah. right? Um, patterns, patterns of spending, same thing. Uh, exercise habits, same thing. So it's the modeling of that. So you can take, um, you know, smoking, same thing. It's depending on the behavior. But if you look at the behavior you really want to change for the year, you're gonna, and you look at your family members around you, or you, by and large, you're gonna find that there's a larger amount of people supporting the behavior that you're trying to change than they're supporting the change in the behavior. Right. Yeah. Right. So hopefully that all made sense. Yep. Um, so, so really finding the person and if you don't have the person um, that's okay because writing it down to yourself and keeping yourself accountable by writing it down to yourself is going to also help. Sometimes I've had people like, for instance, in a gym situation, if they don't have a person they can trust, I tell them to tell the person at the gym at the front desk that they see every day, like I'm going to run another mile today. Or like, so that you're at least telling someone <clears throat> that's in the venue that you're doing that with, or, you know, bank tellers, if you go into your bank and you're saying, I'm putting another $50 in this week, or, or you're getting the reinforcement yep. from someone that's not, it doesn't have any investment in whether you do or you don't. They're just there to say, good job, or um, thanks for telling me. So you're not getting yourself into, oh, I wonder what they're thinking. Because they're, if they're at the gym, they're like, yay. If they're at the bank, they're saying, yay for you. So yeah. there's always in your favor, you know. Um, so, so breaking your goals down. So finding one big goal. Very so, important. This is, this is really important. This is super important. Yeah. Taking the big goal. So, you know, people, I, people talk about this from now until New Year's with me for the next three and a half, four weeks. So I want to have a better life. That's way too vague, way too big. I want you to have a better life too. But what does that mean? What does that look like? I want to feel good. Great goal, big goal. I want to feel good. What does that mean? What does that look like? Because there's so many facets to what that means. Um, so, you know, I, common ones are always and it's easier for me to talk about weight or money because those are the big sure. ones in the country, right? That we yep. go for is I want to have, I want to lose 50 pounds Plus or I want to invest and make, you know, $50,000 this year in savings. Yeah. But those are quantifiable. Right. Which make them a little bit easier. There are, when you say, I want my life, I want to feel better. That's not quantifiable. That's, it's more well, vague, so it's tough to. Well, it depends, right? Yeah. It's, there's a, there's, there's quantifiability to some of it and there's qualifiability to some of it. That's a word, qualifiability. Mm -hmm. huh. I'll have to make sure that's a word. Um, but there's, there's, I want a better life. And you say, okay, well, what does that look like? And so a lot of my clients will say, I want to have less anxiety when I'm around family. I want to feel better about myself when I talk to fill in the blank. Yep. And those are specifics. Now, we can measure those things because then when I give techniques out for the person to try, you know, like for instance, you know, they have a difficult relationship with someone and they try to like cross the bridges. Um, they can still feel better about themselves if they're an advocate for themselves and they don't have the expectation that the other person's going to change. Right. One of the biggest things about, I want to feel better in relation to other people. And there's specific reasons is one of the reasons why people end up feeling better is because they let go of the hope and the expectation that the other person's going to change. The only thing you're trying to do is 
I need to be able to express my voice to have them hear how I think and feel in a healthy way that doesn't annihilate them emotionally, but yet gets my point across that that doesn't feel right or that doesn't feel good or this feels great. And so you're trying to reinforce and draw in good, healthy behavior towards you and reject the not so great behavior or the, the negative emotions that come typically usually in those relationships. Um, but yeah, but also those negative emotions and those negative interactions, sometimes, you know, to quote Bill, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. And the way you change your quality of life around that is changing your reaction to it. Right. So, yeah. so, so that is, so that would be the breakdown goal. So if you, someone says, I want to have a better relationship with this person, I have an antagonistic relationship with, let's for, for instance, the goal would be then that how are you going to get there? You don't just osmosis, right? Yeah, it doesn't, right. we just cross over. But that's the first thing is what is similar to what you say. And what I tell my patients is you, when you have antagonistic relationships like that, it's because both people or part, the parties are reactive and reactions come out of emotion. And if you're emotional, it usually goes south, right? It goes, falls apart. Yep. So when you're responsive, which is out of logic and rational and reasonable and realistic, might Dr. Kim's three R's, <laughs> rational, realistic, and reasonable. When you're that way and you're responsive and you're calm, then the reactiveness goes away and the other person's automatically going to change. Now they may get more reactive, which happens a lot, yeah. but eventually if you stay in your response mode, for instance, in this example, your response mode is going to dictate the relationship for you. So you're not going to walk away upset and hurt and angry. You're going to walk away reasonably and realistically and rationally with, I said what I needed to say to not defend myself, but to say, I don't want to participate in that and I'm not going to, and I'm not going to get upset because there's no skin in the game for me. Whereas, and that's really hard for people because yeah. we get into the right fight right? I've talked about that, right? It's better to be right than, but it really isn't. So the right fight is I have to be right. I have to be right. I have to be right, which becomes very reactive and emotional versus sometimes, and we all have this, you know, I, I get into the trap sometimes. John, I'm sure will, as he's chiming <laughs> in, would be like, oh yeah, because you know, sometimes I'm right, <laughs> right? Yeah. Sometimes I'm right. But when it gets to the extremes, it's, it's when you're having really antagonistic relationships with someone and, and it's about them you know, you know, have you, you have lots of family members. I use family as this as an example. Family members often raise their children to believe what they believe. And when they realize that their children as adults or semi-adults, you know, start not doing that and having differing, sometimes families don't like that and have a really hard time splitting that off to say it's okay to have a different opinion. And they get because they're too enmeshed right. and entangled. So that I see that a lot in my practice is people are watching their kids become adults and having a hard time managing. And then I get these young 20 somethings and 30 year olds talking about how their parents have really left them at 18, still talking to them, like, you know, they're parenting them instead of being more of like a consultant to them and, and being friends yep. at that juncture. Um, so it's to get it into that space. It's being able to advocate for yourself to say, this is what I need. This is what I want by either showing the behavior you're wanting, modeling it, or um, giving little to minimal um, feedback that's negative. Because just like with little kids, I had this conversation last night with someone, just like with little kids, when they're doing bad behavior, 
our gut reaction is to correct it right away and be response reactive. Right. But what it does is that reinforces the behavior to continue and people don't realize that, right? If kid kids will take negative them, attention. Right. They, so yeah. you're, if you keep rewarding with reactions to behavior you don't like, you're going to keep getting that. So it's about changing your response and just saying, I'm not, I'm just not going to participate in, you know, like, why didn't you bring someone to dinner? Why didn't you bring, are you bringing anyone this year? Are you dating anyone? You know, the, yeah. you know, when are you guys going to have kids? Like those kinds of things become really sticking points for people at the holidays because it becomes pressure and anxiety. And, and, you know, I try to explain to clients a lot of times family doesn't really mean anything harmful by it, but you aren't letting them know that it's agitating to you because you don't want to hurt their feelings, but then you walk away angry and agitated and, re and resentful of them. Yeah. So it's about, you want a better life and you want to be better around other people. How do you do that? You say, you know, when you, when you ask me that, it actually puts a lot of pressure on me. And instead of getting defensive and saying, I don't know when we're going to, and, and then, right. You're just saying, you know what? You always ask me that every Christmas and the answer is, I don't know. And every time you ask me, it actually really like stresses me out. <laughs> and people, a lot of people are like, Oh, I can say that, but you'll get people who say, Oh, I can't say that because I'll upset them. And See that continue to me, that sounds like continuing to trying to affect change in the person you have the relationship with where oftentimes isn't it more effective to just again curb your reaction to it in other words you said earlier in the conversation i said what i had to say that's still proactively trying to change the other person which in many cases isn't going to happen so so yes but you're missing a point mm -hmm. so yes you're correct but the point you're missing is the thing where the gap stop comes in which is your expectation won't be there no oh, i see you're saying if you say that so you have two responses you have no response you don't have to say anything at all, which is often like the best response. Yeah. <laughs> but then when you do have a response, if you're saying something like, you know, when you ask me that, it really stresses me out. And I'm asking you not to ask me that. That comes with potentially like, oh, I just want you to stop doing it. But if you just say it to just put it out there so you're not going, oh, I wish I had said something then you're off the hook from the expectation because I don't have an expectation that I'm going to change that person. If you can commit to and accept that I'm not going to change the other person, even if I say something, but that's not the point. The right. point is that I'm not left with a residual when I leave tonight at Christmas or Thanksgiving or Hanukkah or whatever I'm leaving from being annoyed that they asked me or they said something or that hurt my feelings and I didn't say something. Yeah. Whether they change or not is not the goal. The goal is that I got to say something so I didn't sit with the bad feeling. Because remember, the actual the actual goal set was I want to feel better right in relation to this family member or these family members so whether they do whatever they do is irrelevant it's whether or not i got to say i don't like the way that makes me feel and whether they get mad or not or whatever it's about being i got to say what i need to say it didn't violate or annihilate anybody else's feelings but i'm not going to walk away tonight going wow i have 17 things on my head and i didn't say anything this is uh, about a leaving what a lot of people feel about constantly relitigating the past. I should have said this. I should have said that. I should have. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, and, that, and that's the cognitive dissonance, the cognitive conflict that people get into around these events or these, these relationships that they're trying, they want to have a better relationship with family. Big, that's a big New Year's resolution. I want to be more connected, have better things, let things go. 
what does that look like? Well, you have to start actually having a plan and a plan has to look like you have to do some of the work. It can't, you know, most people I see are like, well, I'll just ignore it. (laughs) But what does ignoring do? Ignoring builds the field of like resentment. Ignoring builds the field of agitation or, you know, you know, next year's Thanksgiving, all of a sudden it's, well, you know what you said to me last Christmas, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. Instead. Yeah. And because you're still turning on it because and yeah. people will say, no, I'm really good at letting it go. Mm, <laughs> no, I mean, that's some people can, and it, but it's really rare or they're, they're letting it go because they're really easy going, but they're store, they store it. Yeah. Every, you can't, it doesn't just go out into the universe and just go away. Right. There are ways to do that, which is another section of what we're going to talk about, about meditating on things. But, but this goal for a new year to have better relationships with either friends or family or whatever this is probably one of the best places I see that where you can really start at that is starting right now. You don't have to wait till the new year because you're coming into a holiday where you're going to, I mean, Hanukkah just ended. So I missed it for the people that just spent all these days with people in Hanukkah, but (laughs) for a future and new years, um, it's doing this very simple thing. I want to be able to speak up. So here's this, the mini micro goal. I want to be able to speak up when I feel it's necessary to speak up to advocate for myself. Um, and it doesn't have to be every single time. You know, you may be a person that never speaks up. So this is one time out of every five times. So quantifiable, like one time of every three that, oh, there were three comments made. I'm going to make one comment. There were 10 comments made. I'm going to make two comments. So at least you're measuring in your head that at least I'm now doing something that's proactive for me, regardless of the other person. Yep. Right. So in that, so in that particular example, that's how that would, little micro goaling would work. So now let's take bigger ones, right? We'll go to weight because it's everyone wants to lose weight, right? right. Yep. Um, so you know, the we'll wait till the first, we'll start this big new diet. Yeah. <laughs> Cringe. Yep. So, you know, if you've all been listening to me for the past two years, coming into two years, it's not about dieting, it's about lifestyle. So it's about taking today and committing to lifestyle changes that you can make that are qualifying and quantifying, right? So it's, if you want to wait to the first, fine, have a plan. The plan, and the plan isn't, I'm not a big fan of the diet plans, you know, Atkins, Weight Watchers, you know, it's really about being mindful. You want to plan, do some research, say, I'm going to, and people want to do, I want to lose 50 pounds. So there's the big goal, Yeah. but that's too big. Right. Right. So I want to feel, so here's how we micro goal it. I want to feel really good um, in my uh, shorts and t-shirt by February. Great. There's a smaller goal. Okay. Now, how do we get it for two weeks prior to that, like mid-January, I want to make sure that I drink way more water than I do now. So I'm going to go to what I know, which is I'm going to take my body weight, I'm going to supply, split it in half, and I'm going to be drinking that many or as much as I can towards the halfway goal of that. So if I'm 150 pounds, I'm going to drink 75 ounces of water a day for the next two weeks. Wow. It's a lot of water. That's, but that, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, <clears throat> Really? That's a lot of water. Yeah, but okay. Yeah. So, but that's because how much do you weigh? Uh, 200. Okay. So you need to drink 100 ounces of water a day. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For people that can't see Lou's face, Lou's face is dropped. 
He's like, what? I've said this to you before. So you, you then half my day would be drinking 100 ounces and the other half would be in the bathroom. But you rid of 100 thing. ounces. You know, this is what everybody always tells <laughs> yeah, me. But yeah. here's the thing. <clears throat> initially, if you're not used to drinking water like that, yes. Yeah. Right. So or the liquids like that. But eventually what happens is your body adjusts because that's what your body actually needs and wants. Mm. So your body will adjust into it and you won't be peeing all the time because your body will then learn how to absorb it correctly and maintain itself. So so and it and it gives you here's to the goal. You want to feel better about yourself and your goal is weight loss. Well, feel better about yourself. Just start by losing, losing weight by putting water in and people are like, Oh, but that makes me feel bloated. No, no, that's not how that works. Our bodies are, are very water-based. So we want to constantly be replenishing because it helps our skin. It helps our cognition. It helps. People don't realize how much mental health goes down the drain when you're dehydrated right? Yep. Your cognitions go down, your ability to function and memory, concentration, focus, because um, people start focusing on when you're de dehydrated, you're more likely to be hungry. So you, instead of going and getting water, you go for food. Sure. When you eat the food, it's usually salty or sweet. And what does it do? It pulls for you to want more liquid. You don't replenish with liquid. You go right to more food or you go to something that has sugar in it, or you go to something that has like a beverage that has something that's going to give you that, but it's not water or water-based. So, you know, you can, going back to a couple of shows ago, you go back to, um, and, and someone that actually wrote in on one of the shows after, and I saw the comments was right. We never got to that, but water doesn't have to be just strict water out of the tap. It's, you know, the, we talked about the bubbly waters and all that, yeah. but also coconut water. Um, you've got, you've got great water content in, in those types of waters that have, um, the plant base in them. And those are fine to drink because they're water base. You know, you want to drink watermelon, you can crush up watermelon drink. That's fine. Cause it's all water content. So it's not a hundred ounces necessarily right. of water, but people will say, Oh, I can drink coffee. No, no, no. <laughs> Cause every time you have coffee, even though there's water in it, it's dehydrating because it has caffeine. And so therefore you have to drink another eight ounces of water to replace. I learned this lesson and didn't implement it large scale because like a few years ago i went to visit my cousin in texas and yep. it was in the middle of the range of plus 100 days and i was drinking constantly just drinking water constantly because it was hot as hell down there mm -hmm. and i was worried about putting back on a little weight because there's a lot of barbecue and there's a lot of great places to eat down there right. which i did yeah came back and i lost weight and yep. I, I you know i remember thinking at the time it had to be because of the water because i was constantly had water in my hand Right. Yeah. And people don't realize how important water is to that goal that they want to lose weight because water helps keep your body replenished so that you're not going to go towards all that other stuff. And it, and it, <laughs> excuse me, it fills you up and it also does all the right things for your kidneys, your liver. It's a, a cleanser. It's all these wonderful things that it's not about, I got to lose weight. It's about, well, what steps are you going to take to do that? And people forget that that's probably one of the best first steps. So if you want to, if you want to lose 50 pounds by summer, stop worrying about the scale in the next three weeks, just from now until, se until September, <laughs> see where I am yeah. from now until January 1st, try, try to get as close to half your body weight in water ounces as you can now provided, you know, make sure if you have any medical conditions, you know, don't overdo, make sure you check with your doctors, but by and large for healthy people, this is what you do, right? You know, don't oversaturate because then you have hyponatremia and you can over, over water yourself, but pretty much the good formula is half your body weight in ounces. So try to get as close as you can. And yep, you're going to visit the potty a lot. 
<laughs> but do it front end your day. Do most of it in X amount of time. And then by nighttime, you can slow it down so you're not wetting the bed as an adult. <laughs> you know, that would yeah. be helpful. Yeah. Um, I think one of the biggest um, things that you see with little kids is, and I see this in my practice all the time, I'll say, how much water have your children had today or to the kid? And water? What's yeah. water? I don't drink water. We have juice box and milk yep. and chocolate milk and more juice boxes. And I'm like, when was there water? Oh, yeah, we don't drink water. Why? I don't like water. Oh, yeah. And then the child is off the wall because they're sugared up, you know, bouncing. And then they feel like a drop and drag in the middle of the day. And then they don't feel good. Then they have headaches. Um, you know, first thing that, you know, pediatricians, no, no, no jump on them, but a lot of times pediatricians will do is we'll, we'll give them some kind of medication. We'll give them some yeah. kind of blah, blah, blah. It's like, wait a second. How about we give them some water? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, in general. So, so, so let's, so, okay. So we've got the family loyal breakdown. If you want to have better relationship, what do you do? Start by, here's the tip, practicing response, which means no emotion. If it's going to be emotional, then you speak nothing. If you want to actually speak something, don't speak with an expectation. Speak with a um, advocacy for yourself. Mm. With that's the only expectation is you're getting out what you need to say, right? Without yep. having to be right. Now, here's the weight. So the weight one, you want to lose weight. Great. So let's just take the next three weeks, you know, and you guys can write into me and people do this and all the time in my practice. The next three weeks, let's just practice getting ready for the first can you cleanse your body by just putting in this this piece now i have clients that have been doing this for since um the first of november with me i said let's ramp up let's not wait till the first of january let's start so i've got a handful of clients doing this actively right now just doing the water and a couple other little things because and they've already dropped weight yeah already have dropped weight i have one client that's already dropped i think 11 pounds wow. in a month just by changing the water that's it. Yeah. That's all I asked of them. And I would imagine that they have changed some other things by nature. Cause you know how you like start feeling good about yourself. So you change things. Yep. I've asked them whether or not they've changed any kind of other pieces. They've said, no, I just know the human nature is that we tend sure. to eat a little less. We tend to change our exercise patterns, just whatever, but they say, no, great. I'm thrilled. You're just that, more aware. I mean, my it, big losing weight plan when I went through it was don't eat stupid hundred percent of the time. Right. And it, that's just a good start too. Right. So, so, and, and, and if you're keeping mindful, so that's where that little meditative yep. piece is. It's being mindful of something specific. So here's something really easy, the water, your water intake will help you with so many different things. Like I just mentioned, and that will actually maintain your body to not eat as much by proxy because it doesn't need to, it's not pulling for all the nutrients that it would be because it's, faking your brain out that you need all these things when it's actually just dehydrated. Um, and then it's also clearing all the salt out of your body. Um, and you're going to be more likely to have better sleep, right? People aren't going to be going to bed on, you know, pretzels and cookies and yeah. popcorn and ice cream. And although I had some last night, <laughs> just saying, um, sounded like it had helped my blood pressure too. Exactly. So yeah. it was, and so it's it's a big regulator in the body. So that's where I would start first for for the goal. So weight loss is awesome, great, but that's down the that's the end goal measure. Oh, we dropped fifty pounds, but how did we do it? And that's where people get stuck in the resolution piece. Is I'm just going to start. So you get to the first. Now let's go to the all the negative stuff that happens. First comes, people start. Now they've had a great night. 
They had a great Christmas. They ate like crazy. They, you know, eggnogged it up, yep. cake, pastries, you know, partied it up, whatever they ate. And then New Year's Eve, party central, you know, they ate all the things, you know, 10,000 calories. Yep. <laughs> Got to New Year's Day. Oh. Now they've had a week and a half <coughs> of partying, yep. essentially, right? And I'm not saying partying like drunken. I'm talking food party yep. and, and snack party and party right. party and, ooh, a little cookie here and a little chocolate there. They get to New Year's Day. The body's like, what do you mean I'm not going to eat yep. all that stuff? And then you go into shock. So right out of the gate, your body on the very first day you're starting this thing, we'll call the diet, your body's going, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> we go from way too much to nothing. Or almost nothing. Now we're going to go to saltines, a banana, a yogurt, <laughs> water, and a piece of chicken. Yeah. And the body's going, I can't do this. So you're what you're doing is you're white knuckling it essentially for two weeks, three weeks tops. And then all of a sudden people fall apart and go, forget it. I'm done. Because yep. it's too hard. And it's not because it's too hard. It's because you front loaded with all this stuff. And then on the day that you say you're starting, abruptly you went, I'm going to restrict and starve myself from all these things that my body just got used to. It doesn't work like this. It's a setup for failure. And this is one of the reasons, and there's several, one of the biggest reasons why people don't get their weight loss started on the first of the year and they end up gaining weight right? because they get so discouraged by the end of January in February that now they're gaining weight. And then there's all of a sudden April, May comes and there's a you know, that's when all the beach body boot camps come out and all the get six weeks to 10, you know, 10 pack abs. Right. Yeah. You know? Okay. And, yeah. but you know, and it speaks to people that have hundreds, a hundred pounds or more to, to lose. And it's a gimmick because it goes into the brain of quick, 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 Right. but it doesn't work that way. So again, coming into setting small, reachable, tangible, easy goals so that um, I'm looking at people's uh, <laughs> uh, comments. Um, uh, small, attainable, reachable goals that are reasonable. People say, oh, those small goals are like just portion control. That's not a small goal. No. That is not that. Just take that off the table, literally and figuratively. That's that's great. But that's you have to be a scientist sometimes to know what a, a portion control is. Um I Plus, someone... deni denial is not a long-term plan. Right. You, can, right. you can't sustain it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. So, so uh, you know, I had someone over the holiday, the previous holiday, um, I was talking talking to someone about not eating fries because they had already had X amount of something else during the day. So I was assisting. Yep. You know, of course, it's negative. But I was assisting the person with, you shouldn't have the fries because you've already had this because your body's not going to, you know, education moment. And this other person then jumped in and said, well, I eat fries in my, in my head bubble. And if they're listening, <laughs> now they'll know what my head bubble was. But my head bubble was, but you shouldn't be eating the fries either. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I didn't say that. I The person that actually said that, they move a lot more. Yep. So my comment was healthy. It was, well, but you move more, so you're going to burn it faster. Um, and it's... The, so the, that's an example of the justification in a family, essentially, of like taking or friends taking and saying, well, it's OK, because you're you're not, you know, you 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 did you you walked the dog, you went up the street to the mailbox. You, yep. So you can have fried. Well, remembering that if you're eating three, four five thousand calories a day 
um, and your mindset is already in a bad space of like, I don't feel good. My body's struggling. Why does it matter? You're going to never be in a deficit of calories to even maintain a, the weight you're at because you're going to feel so yucky. Right. So it's not about, well, I can eat them. You're not the same person as that person. You're also not doing the same activity as that person. And also it's about every food choice can't be, well, it's a special day. It's right. a spe it's any day that ends in Y can have a party, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because it's going to be a detriment to yourself and, and, and fries are not your friend. This is why we go back to accountability. And I think one of the most important things, and I, I would see this as a great first goal as well is with weight loss as well as finances, which is why these two things work so well together uh, with weight loss accountability in terms of just start, um, Stop being aware of how many calories you're taking in. Right. And then stop being aware of how many calories you're burning. Right. And then the choices will happen naturally. Right. It won't be denial. It will, will be, I'm going to have this so that I can have that later. And, you know, but you don't, you can't make these decisions if you're not keeping track. Right. So I think that's an important thing. And there are so many apps out there. <laughs> you just do it and get your meals in and you load them in so that. If you keep eating them, you just, it's an easy reload. Just right. become aware of what you're taking in because you say three or 4,000 calories a day. Nobody out there thinks they're taking 3,000, 4,000 calories right. a day. Right. Well, and, and it was very clear when I did the Thanksgiving shows, how many people afterwards went back and started counting and going, yeah. oh, they were like yeah. saying to me like, oh my God, I didn't realize how much yep. I was eating. Right. So to that point, I was having a conversation with a client yesterday about this because so two things. If you're a novice and you don't know how to do a lot of this stuff and you have no idea what even food looks like in terms of a calorie count, whatever, because I'm not big on, you know, don't go into this weird calorie count thing, but know your food. Like, yeah. so, you, you know, go towards water con if you, content. If you're a novice, get a get an app like MyFitnessPal. Get an app that, and that one's a good one because it tells you, you've hit your carb limit for today. You've yeah. hit your protein limit for today. It will start teaching you if you're new to this of how to do that and how to really, you know, you put in your height and weight and tell them what you want and, and it will be a good guide. Now, and for it people comes that easy are, as you start putting in the stuff that you eat every day or routine types of meals is that they'll, it'll save it as a thing and you just you don't have to record everything individually and right well yeah. and it starts teaching you how yeah. to actually be mindful of your mm -hmm. food choices as opposed to be a calorie counter which is important yep. and and the the one caveat to that is how people um people don't put in well i ate three chips uh-huh yes you have to put in the three chips because they count yep. you know people say well that didn't really count i had a bite of cake that counts. You have to put in like how many. So then if you are actually accountable to yourself, you'll be less likely to take the bite of cake or you'll take no chips or you'll take it and account for it because you want to be honest with yourself to really know what your stuff is going on. It's not about the calories. It's about how much are you putting in your body that can't burn like chips and cake can't burn the way watermelon can, strawberries can, uh, strawberry shortcake is better than a chocolate cake, right? So knowing these things, now you won't know that if you're new to this and you just kind of guess and, and hope to God the boxes and lean cuisines tell you, right? Yeah. But for people who, like I have lots of clients who are beyond the novice stage with this. And so I was talking to someone yesterday about being able to just go by your body feel and how, and that's where the water piece or the different little mini goals come in of like reading your body. That's eating. I have one client that we've been practicing only eat, making sure they eat breakfast every day because they would wait until three o'clock in the afternoon to eat. So they get up early, early in the morning, wait all the way till three o'clock. And then yeah. from three o'clock until 11 o'clock at night, it, 
they were taking anywhere from 2,700 calories to mm. 3,400 calories yeah. in that small window and then go to bed on it. So the whole goal for the past month or two roughly has been breakfast every single day to switch the pattern as just a micro goal. And every single time they come in, they're like, oh my God, I feel so much better because they're you're not getting, into... getting to the, so they eat the breakfast and we have specific yep. things that I've, we've worked out that balances their mood because it was a mood related thing that they were working on. And then by lunch, we just threw it in. And then by, by four or five o'clock in the afternoon, they're not doing what they were doing before. So their whole mood range and their, their level of anxiety has come down and their level of depression feeling that like sad and they were feeling very sad at night. Yep it's all changed because it wasn't anything that medication needed to help. It was a diet change and an exercise thing. And the exercise didn't have to happen really until we got the food thing under control because of the pattern that was happening and what happens to the brain. And people have no idea this is what happens, but that's what I'm talking about. Goal setting. It's not a goal set for, I want to lose 50 pounds. It's how are you planning to do that? And it's so important to know these little teeny pieces that actually make the biggest difference to get to that goal. You know, people get two weeks in and I only lost a pound. You know why you lost a pound? Because that was water weight. Yeah. Water weight fluctuates anywhere from one to three, sometimes four pounds on people on a day. So if you're moving water around and you're actually fluidly cleaning out your body back and forth, you're going to have better poundage. If you really want that, there's water, right? Because water, you know, people are like, oh my God, I gained three pounds. You did not gain three pounds overnight. It's water. Yeah. Your body's, you know your body's now retaining it because it didn't have enough. So you ate all these salty things. So now it's sitting with all the water from the food. And that's why you're gained weight. You didn't gain fat, you gained water weight, but people don't realize that. So they get really upset with themselves and they quit. And a lot of this is counterintuitive because you would think that withholding food, like you don't eat till three in the afternoon would mm -hmm. be good. You don't take in food, you lose weight. But the problem is it slows your metabolism down, changes right. the way your body reacts. It actually works against you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. Which is, which is why people will go for the fat. I mean, the whole psychology for grocery stores, it feeds, feeds literally right into your kiosk at the end, like candy bar, yeah. nuts, yep. chips, you know, all the little, the little convenience stores, pizza, hot dog, like all the quick fix foods, because they know people are coming in in those hours when they're depleted. And it's like an easy, quick, you know, fine. That's why all the fast food restaurants, McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King, you know, they're great. They're yummy. They fill that need. Yeah. Right. Yep. So, so aside from all those lovely foods, which is nothing wrong with having those, by the way, once in a while, you know, it's about making mindful choices. So keeping with the theme today, as we get close to the end of the show, um, resolutions work when you have a plan. Mm. If you put out a resolution and it's just, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And then there's no accountability and there's no plan to yourself or someone else. Yep. It's, it's over. Plans have to be very specific and they have to be small and attainable and give and have to get praise and kudos from yourself or someone else or both because you can see a measurable difference. And that means you have to have something tangible. Yeah. And that builds momentum in it. So make those first goals small, attain them. That builds right. momentum, gets enthusiasm. And right. you start going. Kind of like going into the gym. I'm only going to go gym and run five minutes and yep. then you're there for 30. I'm going to save this year a thousand dollars. So that means how many dollars you have to put in an account every single week too. So say you have to put in say 50 bucks a week. Well, by the time you start seeing more and more and more, you're more inclined to put in more. Yep. 
right? I mean, so this is this is how it builds. That's how people are able to do those things. Put away, put away, put away. Same thing for, you know, relationships, food, weight, spirituality, um, family, uh, money. Like it's all the same kind of thing and they work on the same premise. So really being um, mindful that don't wait till the first because you're setting yourself up for failure yep. there. Start today. Even if you make a change today, you know, don't get the efforts and say, oh, well, I already messed up. Uh, uh. Because the next time you date, next time you decide to get a paycheck, you're going to put $10 away. Next, the next very next thing you put in your mouth doesn't have to be the yucky choice. Right. The next thing can be the water. So it's not all or nothing. It's right. keep working at you're it. You're not keep a failure working. if you don't hit that 50 pounds. Right. What you're going to find if you pay attention and do it correctly is you're going to have you're going to find joy in every pound along the way. Right. And it's it's going to get better and it's going to get easier and it's going to get more fun and it's going you're going to get right. more intensive about painful, it. painful awful thing. Yeah. Because I and I this is like the week of these conversations I said to someone when you gained we'll say 50 pounds. When you gained the 50 pounds over the past year did you notice? Yeah. No. Did you enjoy it? And they were like, what do you mean? Did I enjoy it? I'm like, well, did you enjoy it? Like you, like you went on two vacations, you drank a lot of yummy things. You ate a lot of yummy things. When you come in and have lunch with me, you eat yeah. <laughs> a lot of yummy things. Yep. Like, did you enjoy it? And they're like, well, yeah, I like those things. So it didn't even like phase you. Right. Right. And I said, well, when you do it this way, the weight loss and the weight coming off will be easier because it's going to be enjoyable because you're not doing it on a failure to failure to failure basis. You're just doing, I'm just doing a water change. Yep. I'm just doing a water change. Don't change anything else right now. Just do that. And then after we do the water change in two weeks, we're going to just, we're going to take two weeks off from eating white bread or anything that has white wheat in it. So you, I'm planting along the way, the next little pieces. And usually people jump on them Yep. to start like, well, I just took it out anyway. Oh, <laughs> yep. right. So it's it in and I mean, obviously, if you come to see me, I have the plans and I give them tailored to the people with, you know, it's based on your mental health and what your metabolism is. And in terms of like your chemistry and how it's impacting your depression, your anxiety, your feelings of like self-worth, all those pieces, it's all tailored. But by and large, it's the same thing across the board. And anybody and everybody that's listening for your best, better you and your health and wellness, just add in the water just to start there and things will start changing. I'm going to do and that. I'm big, and I'm a big, big proponent of there's no need to eat white bread, no white wheat, no white wheat. Yep. And it has nothing to do with gluten allergy. It has nothing. It's not good for you. <laughs> our bodies don't know how to do that. So it does not like our body. I'm going to do the water. I'm going to, and I'm going to do it in the way we've talked oh, about. Good. I'm going, I'm going to, to hear all about this. No. Okay, I... everybody. Next week when he's yipping at me because he's peeing himself and he has no. to leave the studio because he has to go to the bathroom, I'm no. going to love it. I'm going to do it. And it's going to start with accountability. It's going to be start with, I'm going to keep track. And I'm going to keep a log. Are you, gonna, are you going to tell me all about it? No, I'm going to check in with you. I won't tell you at all. I won't. <laughs> oh, you're so ornery. Bah humbug Scrooge. Sounds ornery. like it's a problem, so I won't tell you at all. No, I don't want it to be a problem. I just think it's funny because you're going to tell me that how much you have to pee. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's going to happen for a while. By the way, I loved all the comments today. Thank you all for... Um, Artie says you're a genius. And it's what? Artie says you're a genius. Oh, thank you, Artie. Artie is an amazing um, personal trainer and guru of epic proportion, actually. So to hear that he thinks that I... Um, I'm genius. And what I say goes is 
quite a compliment. Thank you, Artie. Um, and uh, I'm glad that people like the topic today. And we will be building on that for going forward um, in other ways. I'm going to talk about financial stuff and how to do financial resolutions as well, because it's on the same premise. Yeah, those are very, those are two linked activities and a lot of the same techniques are going to help yeah. you. Right. And people don't, and people want those, you know, I'm going to save for a vacation. I'm going to, whatever the goal is, but we're going to, so, cause this is the next three weeks is this is when people start making all those things. It's a, did you know, it's a, like a multi-million dollar business, those planners now that you can buy that give you your goal set and you can put stickers in them and you make all your little things. Good and Lord. yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the, you know, the women's planning book of the year and, and leadership planning book of the year and men's blah, blah, blah right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And wow. you know how many okay. of those books I've seen that come into my office in the year that are like half done or less? <laughs> how many exist <laughs> because, in June because still? Because people don't utilize them right. correctly. Yeah. And so this is part of like, I would love to help people just utilize them correctly. Because I have years ago, I have fallen short in doing exactly the things I'm not telling you to do because I didn't know them. And it's been my search for helping clients and helping myself do this over the past X amount of 27 years of practice, 26 years of practice almost to, to get this in motion. So, um, and you know, so it's really the basics and people think, Oh, it's too simple. Well, mm -hmm. sometimes simple is really all it takes. And then it just adds up and adds up. Well, and adds simple up. is doable. The more doable it is. Right. The... You didn't gain 50 pounds overnight, right? Right. You gain 50 pounds one step at a time. And by the way, that was pretty simple too. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's yeah. simple. It's simple to gain weight. Yep. It's simple to learn things. It's simple to unlearn things. It's a matter of like, you're committed. You were committed to gaining the weight. You're committed to fighting with your family. You're committed to not saving money. You are. Yep. And you also can be committed to saving money, to losing weight and to having better relationships or getting rid of them. Not all things have to be there. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. So just dependent. So anyway, so for everybody that was listening and who will be listening in the future to this podcast, the next couple of weeks, we will be focusing more and more on coming into the new year and how to set these goals and live your better life and be your better you instead of being like the new you. It's not new. It's just a better version of you. Yep. So, all right, you guys um, catch all my podcasts um, that you'd like to in uh, going forward on all your favorite podcast channels. And also, um, if you do not have my newsletter that comes out on a monthly basis, please let me know in the comment section, or you can um, email me certainly. And I will make sure you go onto my um, list because I have great articles and things to utilize that go along with what I talk about on my show. And, uh, and I will see you guys next week. Thank you.